Peace, beloved. Peace. It's your homie. I mean, Young Katen's not here. This is the elitist. He fights against corruption. I don't know where that hippie is anyways. Who are these people? Who the fuck are you guys? I don't know, man. I just came here for a show. I heard it was gonna get spooky. You look spooky. What's up, everyone? It's your homie, Young Content. The unofficial sensei of the culture, mastering youthfulness and contentment. This is the meta, okay? Facebook announced it. We're all meta fucking warriors anyways. What's going on, gurus? I'm gonna play a very special soundtrack for myself during the middle of the stream, and you'll know who I am. What's up, Jeremy? All, all good, man. Uh, yeah, still digesting the meta news and what that means, which I'm sure we'll get into uh, later on in the show. But uh, yeah, been an awesome week, and uh, happy to kick it with my boys on a Thursday night. So, going on, everybody. Good to be here again, and young. Good to see you, my friend. You're looking. What did you looking call me? Frightening. You're looking frightening, man. <laughs> <laughs> Let's it's get been, it. Let's uh, get it. It's been an interesting week, guys. We're going to have lots to talk about. And uh, yeah, these markets are interesting. So can't wait to dig into it. Damn, Deadstock. I just realized Deadstock is Metamori and Metamori is Deadstock. Fuck. We, we're oh, all God. one in this universe. The, the metaverse is, is one, you know. Jeez. We've been mastering you using this contentment. I'm Boom, good I fixed it. it. Boom. Deadstock, how you doing, Bo? I'm good, bro. I'm good. I'm here with my boys. Another Thursday. I'm about to rock out and talk about some of the stuff that's going on in the metaverse. We got more here today. The whole family's together, so I'm, I'm ready to go ahead and get it. Podcast is live. I hit the record button. And uh, Meta, how you doing, dude? I mean, uh, where's the scary ape blimp or haunted house? <laughs> more. Well, you know, where I come from, uh, a blue ape with an eye patch is scary enough. I didn't want to freak people <laughs> out. You know, the Come in walking like this, people are like, "What the fuck is going on? <laughs> this, this, this ape's got golden teeth. What is happening?" <laughs> Whenever you're driving around town, in costume get, every day. Do you get looks and stuff when you're driving around town? Since like you're an ape, they generally just try not to look at me. They try and pretend I'm not here. You know, like kind of like when we are having conversation with normies about NFTs. It's a lot of nods and smiles. Oh yeah, yeah. It's a similar equivalent response. You know, they see a blue monkey, eye patch, gold teeth, and they think, okay, that guy must be a little crazy. It's best to just let him go about his business. Just gonna keep this. <laughs> he definitely has the good good. I'm gonna go buy from him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what does he have and how can i get some i'm just thinking about the babies man how many babies you must freak out and traumatize you know like <laughs> surprisingly the the kids love me man the kids love me they can see the they can see the childhood the childlike spirit and the mm. positivity there you go yo what's going on chat jackie wilson I see every guru in the chat as well. Please comment on the chat. You guys have been slacking on the comment section. So go ahead and do that. I know you guys are watching on projectors. I've seen you guys watching in grandma's room. I've seen a bunch of different clips you guys sent me. So make sure you comment, say what up, talk, engage. Um, Walsh, you want to start us off, homie? Yeah, man, for sure. I mean, uh, I'll be honest, the past week's been kind of slow for me as far as NFTs go because things have kind of been shifting more towards like the DeFi end of things as far as as far as what I've been seeing anyways. 
we um, we've got ETH above four thousand US dollars, and uh, you know all of the other coins seem to be performing equally as well. Of course, unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately for me, unfortunately for uh, select other people, we've got Shiba Inu just absolutely shredding. Which uh, you know I don't I don't really have too too much to say about that. But shout uh, out to the Kishu Army, the Kishu <laughs> Kishu Millionaire. Army. I am a Kishu oh, yeah, Millionaire. Man. I've been uh, just playing the coin market for the past week. I've been trading Solana and uh, Cardano, a couple other coins, and I've been kind of just letting my NFTs sit and stew. You're telling me DeFi is taking our thunder away? I mean, it's definitely, we're sharing the, sh the thunder right now, I guess, is a better way to look at it because we can still all benefit from DeFi, right? Well, I also think what NFTs definitely slow down though, once like liquidity kind of flows back into like runs like this, you know, like whenever ETH is ripping, usually uh, people pull back from NFTs a little bit. So that definitely doesn't help either, I'd say, as far as like NFT liquidity goes, but great for the overall market. You know, I've been enjoying watching my portfolio the last week or so. <laughs> Yo, have you been making some secret DeFi plays behind the dojo's back? Dude, I am DeFi dumb okay like i <laughs> i have alluvium staked and that's the, like 900 totally honest, that's about it 900 sure. baby i know i know just watch that pie grow um so yeah no no DeFi plays for my part <laughs> i know dead stock is probably in some uh yeah yeah you already know i'm got a DeFi rolling in the background but um but it's, it's so it's, spookily you know. diversified spookily diversified baby like a, like to, a spider to, web it's just trying to get that everywhere bag. Look, when, uh, uh, whether when you get the bag in life, you know, don't fumble it. That's uh, that's a, a, a early wisdom up front. You know, whether it's mm -hmm. a uh, a good opportunity, uh, you know, money, um, you know, uh, a, another person in your life that you're, you're, you know, whatever it is, you know, don't fumble the bag, folks. The eighty twenty rule: just put that effort in and get the maximum results that you can. So, I'm gonna start calling my partner a bag and see how she takes to it. Hey, what's up, bag? Yeah, well. <laughs> <Just call me. laughs> <laughs> Only in slang. Babe, you're, you're the most important bag. Maybe reassuring. You're like, I swear to God, it's a compliment. You know what the, yeah. some, of the guys, some of the guys do say that when they when they mess up a good opportunity with a girl, or you know, female, whatever. They're just like, ah, oh, definitely fumbled the bag. I'm like, ah, oh, what'd you do? He's like, ah, oh, you know, probably something stupid. They cheated or they lied or something. So uh, don't fuck up your chances mm -hmm. with the with with the, with the others too. Yeah. Big Daddy says, "I'll bag you, sexy boys." Shout out to Big Daddy, uh, ninja, a legendary ninja in the okay. chat. Is that a threat or an offer? Yeah, I'm not mm. sure. <laughs> you know what you wish for. Things are getting spooky. For all the listeners at home, if you didn't know, this final week of October, I renamed it to Scary Content Week. And during Scary Content Week, we go full on Halloween mode, okay? Spooky Alpha, giveaways, gurus. They're going to be in costume next year, swear. And uh, yeah, we just be dropping bombs. Webs. Yo, can I just give a quick shout out to, uh, we, uh, we recently seen some of the, uh, metaverse auctions wrap up at Sotheby's. I don't know if we spoke about this last time around, cause I don't think it, it was totally finished, but, uh, Jimmy.eth, I believe broke a record as far as all time high ape sales at this most recent Sotheby's auction with uh, yeah. a sale of 3.4 million us dollars for a solid gold ape. So, uh, that that's pretty big news as far as, you know, NFTs go and whatnot. Um, I know Pranks, he bought a whole shitload of stuff. I, I can't tell you exactly what. And I, I don't have any other of the, the sale prices in my mind fresh right now. But I know that one of the big pieces of news to come out of the Sotheby's metaverse or the collectors 
series, whatever it was called, uh, was the all-time high ape sale, 3.4 mil. Just wanted to throw that out there. No, no, love to see it. Shout out Everstars. Shout out to all that. Um, Yeah, so let's get right into it. So from what my perspective today, I saw, I think it was a, uh, I think it was a human. It could have been an actual clone. It was Zuckerberg, and he was talking about uh, his new project here. Uh, I'm, I'm looking all over Facebook. whole bunch of normies are freaking the fuck out. They're just saying stuff like metadata. That's what it stands for. I don't think they're really ready for metaverse, even though, uh, you know, your homies at Twitter have been doing it for a while now. So I wanted the guru's uh, analysis because uh, the title of the stream is called, what is the title of the stream called today? It's called, I can't see through the glasses. Fuck. It's called Scary and Pump in the Meta and NFTs. So is this a scary thing, guys, or is this a good thing? And I need y'all to break it on down. Roundtable, let's take it. Who wants to go first? I kick it over to Maury first. Boom. Oh, snap. No pressure, no pressure. Because, you know, Facebook's uh, kind of divisive with, with its algorithm. That's what I was seeing in the in the, in the comment section. So will this uh, metaverse algorithm be uh, tilted? I That would not surprise me at all. Like my experience of Facebook and a big part of why I quit using it is because my experience of the platform and of the algorithm is that it tends to promote division and conflict. Um, or it just places you in an echo chamber. Um, and so, and uh, that of course, I think is possible in any social platform. Um, but I have felt that less in, in uh, Twitter. I've felt more like I've had some good dialogue with people that, that do disagree with my, the points that I've made on some tweets and that the, the dialogue that we have because of the culture of Twitter being different is actually dialogue instead of a couple of apes just flinging shit at each other. It's apes that are like actually listening to what the other one has to say and giving feedback. And so I've had some interesting discussions. So my experience of Twitter is so different from my experience of Facebook. I'm not sure that I've ever had a a very constructive debate with someone on uh, Facebook where we were on two sides of the coin. Anytime that I've had, especially a close friend, I've found with Facebook in general, I often have to say, hey, let's get together and have a have a coffee and talk about this because mm. the, the culture of Facebook is to tell each other why you're wrong, or at least my experience of it. I know other people have positive experiences. It definitely is highly valuable for small business owners to be able to promote their business and connect with the community, create a community. I think the same thing can be accomplished through Twitter in a more inclusive and positive way. Um, I think it'll lead to a lot of mass adoption. And in my opinion, the vast majority of people that will use Meta, the Facebook Metaverse are unlikely to be the kind of people that are going to be excited about the parts of the metaverse that we're excited about. We're excited about decentralization. We're excited about proportional ownership of these spaces and and how are we going to co-create. The type of people that are going to want to use meta, they don't want to co-create. 
They don't want to participate in the in an economy in a uh, in the way that a, a a DAO would require. If you're going to be part of a DAO, it's a particip participatory environment. You're going to be voting. You're going to be trying to give feedback, ideas, things like that. People that are going to be drawn to Meta, in my opinion, are people that want to get sit back and just get fed content. Whereas people like us, we want to create content. We want to create communities, create connections. And that type of creativity and community is what's going to keep us out of Meta and help us create something better, in my opinion. Very well said, man. Very well said. Um, yeah, no, I, I definitely agree with the, it's going to bring millions of people into the metaverse, whatever the Facebook version of that looks like. Um, and it's going to introduce, you know, millions of people to even the idea or the concept of the metaverse and help ease them into that uh, space. And, you know, <clears throat> when it comes to attuning your mind to like a web 3.0 mindset and a decentralized mindset, we all know that's a bit of a chasm to jump across and that onboarding experience is easy. I guess my concern with the meta is that Facebook now controls the narrative there a little bit and a lot more, especially because they like labeled themselves, you know, meta. Um, mm -hmm. my, my, I guess my concern is, is when your quote unquote normie gets onboarded into the metaverse, I don't know if they'll be able to differentiate the metaverse from meta and it's going to make the conversation towards decentralization and towards web 3.0, a much more difficult one. And it's going to, um, like we might get, you know, a bit of a divide there. You know what I mean? Because if Facebook controls the narrative and they control the algorithms, like they're not going to promote Twitter, they're not going to promote or not Twitter, excuse me, uh, decentralized web 3.0 and also their their revenue model is going to be a little bit uh, i'm the word i'm about to use isn't a great one but insidious and because their their revenue model and their is going to be an ad model you know it's not going to be decentralized it's not going to be predatory predatory yeah and like when you engage and go deep into the metaverse you're probably going to have a a lot more data that they'll be able to mine from you because that's their business you know um so anyways that being said I'm just worried that this is going to make onboarding people into our metaverse, I guess, for lack of a better word, a little bit more difficult. And on the flip side of that, I know a lot of people today are inspired that are building in our in our world, though, to work harder, put their noses back down to the grindstone and make sure that this little bit of a lead that we have, um, we keep it. You know what I mean? So. Anyways, that's I'm still formulating my my thesis. Hold on, on this I have a soundbite for recent. for that because you just scared the shit out of me. You just scared the <laughs> shit out of me with the Facebook mining. <laughs> wow. Oh, oh lord! It's a long one. It's, it's I think like that's Jamie one. Lee Curtis's deaf soundbite. Found it. There you go. This is appropriate time. I mean, it's one of those things where we're definitely seeing now where one, it is crypto. And in order to onboard the masses into this, we're going to need these type of moves made. And even though we don't always agree with who it may be or the actions that they're going to be taking, their their whole formula for how they're going to be approaching the situation, it's definitely a catch-22 because, you know, at this point, just like we're seeing with the prices pump right now, that whole 80-20 rule, we, we know that, for instance, in stocks, that, you know, 10% of the people own like 90% of the stocks. And 
these people are going to be making moves into the cryptoverse. Like crypto is not going anywhere. NFTs are not going anywhere. Play to earn, gamification, utility is it's only going to continue to build. And it's one of those things where we're definitely not going to agree with it. I mean, obviously, I have a Facebook. I rarely ever use it. When I used it the most these past couple of years, it's definitely been for networking and business stuff um, and, and music and getting together with like, you know, artists or, you know, other people to record and stuff like that. But now that we're seeing these moves being made, it's it's a necessity in order to on-ramp the people that we want because a lot of us, um, a lot of people this year, uh, just take a step back like Jeremy likes to do, have gotten into crypto this year and whatever brought them in, whether it's NFTs through Top Shot or a friend of them introduced them to it or they just happened to be reading up on it and it was just you know the alignment of it all and the timing worked out perfect. But um, some of these people that are gonna be getting in through Facebook are gonna end up learning more about the space and they're going to be people just like us, that if they would have learned months ago, they're going to be doing the same things that we do, have the same type of mindset that we have in our approach. And so I'm looking forward to seeing the positive that can come from it, because we already know, obviously, Facebook is really just another part of the government. It's a for-profit organization. It's a business. Um, the whole shit with the editing where they can censor people, but they don't get you know edited themselves. Ooh. So there's a lot that we can dislike about it. But I do like the positive, the fact that it will be bringing in more bodies in, which is going to be great for the space, because those some of those people are going to be making some moves in the space that we haven't seen other people make it just like somebody that joined coinbase which uh you know shout out to coinbase it's a good on-ramp and now people are getting ledgers and they're onboarding their own money off of coinbase onto their own and the, you know the sovereignty of it all so i like it i just look forward to just dressing as duran duran like that that movie uh, ready player one or something you just want to, just yeah, you just want to you just like to dress up and just put it how many outfits you got yo <laughs> right but like that's the thing though but like when we talk about like who's going to be pushing the tide of the metaverse do we want that tide being pushed by that you know 10 percent that owns 90 do we want the shareholders being the ones that dictate the currents of the metaverse or do we want to assume they control it though i mean to come from that perspective to be quite frank i mean they have the money and the resources but are they really controlling the narrative they're just another portal and uh, people can choose to use them or not to use them. I'm never, I'm not going to use it. But who knows if they throw a board apes throw some kind of thing and they're like, oh, we're doing a partnership with Facebook and people are going to participate. Like sign that agreement gonna, form. You know, they're yeah, exactly. It's just an interesting dynamic that's coming at the thing. But uh, you know, not to interrupt. But I mean, no, 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 no. I don't know, man. It's just like you know, I, it's just once again like zooming out when you look at any sort of dominoes. You know, like the one domino crashes into the next every time you take a step forward it's hard to take a step back whenever you concede or give up any sort of control um whether it be you know our data lives you know i mean if if we would have rewound back to you know let's say pre 9 11 uh, and and we fast forwarded to today and we said hey you're going to give up everything you know about you for free to these giant corporations and you get no compensation in return like that happened step by step by step by step so while like the, the Facebook metaverse may be a positive thing in onboarding people, once again, like there's going to be a bit of a, a, a cultural narrative where like, what is the metaverse? You know what I mean? And like what the, the metaverse is going to emerge in a couple different ways. There's going to be the Facebook metaverse and there's going to be the decentralized metaverse or like the ready player one metaverse that's controlled by this like mega corporation. And when I envision, you know, the, the world I want to live in, it's like the decentralized one, you know what I mean? And not the, okay. well, I hope Facebook doesn't fuck me metaverse, you know what I mean? Um, and I'm definitely like mm -hmm. playing a little bit of devil's advocate here just to give like, you know, I guess the flip side of the coin. But um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, well, would, uh, I would have to say, 
you're, you're you know completely justified we're gonna break that down even further i just want to let the people know that are listening to this <laughs> podcast you gotta watch this shit live i'm in a full-on costume and there is a full-on blue ape a dude with a hella great mustache these board ape sweaters and walshy with a mustache is finally growing you need to listen hey. to it. Make sure you find it's not a fake. It's not a fake one. Not a fake one. Yeah. <laughs> Follow the guest at Metamori. Great alpha on Twitter. That is where the true decentralized metaverse info lives. At Jeremy Stormsky. At Deadstock OG. The Deadstock. I always fucking forget the dead. The dead. Perfect time for for Halloween. Stock OG and Walshy underscore ETH. Um, playset is out. Chat is fucking popping. Shout out to Zeke. I see you in the chat, dude. Thanks for being here all the way from Facebook. How ironic. Um, Walsh, do you have, you have any uh, opinions on uh, this scary uh, move by Zuck? I'm not, like, it's it's not something I'm overly worried about right now because I see it as something that's so far in the future that, you know, I've got bigger things to, to really be overly, con- to be concerned about right now in the present. Um, it's going to make us rich. I mean, I'm probably not going to participate in it. If, it. if it onboards people, that's great. And if it gives like decentralized builders something to work from, you know, to make a, a better decentralized version of whatever the fuck they come up with, then then I'm all for that. But like, as it stands, I, I personally, I probably won't participate in, in any kind of um, meta metaverse. Yeah. And, you, and you know what? Go ahead. Um, it, it's one of those things where I think we can all agree that those of us, that are in search of knowledge like a lot of like all of us here like we're in search, we're curious we're inquisitive like we don't really stop at face value stuff anyway so that stuff while it'll be good for us indirectly again like walsh you mentioned and like jeremy saying like we're probably not going to interact in that domain um but there's going to be people that are going to be doing the same thing and they're going to be on their journey whatever wherever they're at in that journey and they're going to ask enough questions where they're going to get away from that and learn how to be more sovereign and more independent, where there's going to be other people, unfortunately, just like in the world where they really never leave like their hometown or their city, or they've never traveled. You know, we like to travel, whether it's in the metaverse or in the real world. And, you know, mm-hmm. you know hopefully a lot of people like to use this thing if, uh, if they're, if they're wise the enough. Fu- and- the funny thing about this conversation, beloveds, is that uh, we've, kind of, we've, we've kind of been talking about, for the past what 37 episodes or whatever 20 episodes we've done about big tech moving in q4 and now q- big tech is moving in q4 so um <laughs> i think it's only the beginning it's kind of crazy how we were we were just convert you know being you know lackadaisical about hey uh, facebook getting in they haven't been in they're not in yet but it's starting to happen before our eyes kind of like yeah. the calls that we've made over the time um how does that make you feel just uh kind of forecasting this and now that's he- it's here you know it's like what who else is next who it's the what we do what's the next announcement? forecast the world is next man i mean when you think about this is an emerging technology that people are beginning to realize that is going to be a trillion dollar industry and if you're any sort of tech company then you're going to want a piece of that you know like what if you, i'm actually reading a book right now about gamification that's super fascinating and 10 years ago, gamification wasn't even a word, or let's say 15 years ago, and now it's a buzzword, you know, and that's because people realize this is a new um, economic unlock, so the world is definitely coming, you know, Um, so this is just the beginning, and I think what's going to be actually super, super interesting is going to be to see how 
this conversation evolves as well. Like when we zoom out and look into the future and we look back on this, it's going to be really interesting to see how in like six months from now, how we're thinking about this and to see like how the evolution of like the mindset has uh, continued forward, you know, because this is also fresh and new, like we're still digesting it, you know, this is like the, the gut reaction, the knee jerk. So I'm really excited to see how this conversation evolves and like how the narrative on Twitter evolves and, and to see how we kind of analyze this moving forward, because it's going to be a really interesting thing to watch unfold. Um, Get your in front popcorn of our ready. There's going to be some fireworks in, in probably, sure. what, three that, to six months. I saw this uh, mm. football player that said that, Coach, he said, get your popcorn ready against Alabama. I thought that was the funniest video ever. On, it's, on, it's, uh, it was that, it's a good video. Was that? That's I mean, it's just a, it's a phrase. I mean, you know, just because uh, we're about to watch. We're just about to you're watch. Talking you know, to young. You're talking to an old school Victorian man. I knew it. I knew. It. I got to explain <laughs> to you. How, how did you see the video then? Do you have YouTube back in those days? Yeah, well, it's the metaverse, dude. It is. It is very Hold true. Hold on. Let me uh, let me play you... this uh, song real quick. It's built into your glasses. Yeah, go ahead, bro. This is from this is from my character. You would know this song if you watched the movie. Because I'm the only one in costume. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah. All right. that's enough of that. Not the only one. Morris with you. Yeah, I'm I'm a young Salvador Dali man. What are you? Yeah, you definitely about? have that Salvador that's Dali right. thing yeah. going on, dude. For real. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm my costume is I'm pretending to be retired. So. Yeah, you look like Lex Luthor. Lord, hey. Yeah, hey. Lex Luthor. Uh, Spanish, I'm about to Italian, Lex Luthor. That's hilarious. Call it Lex Luthor. Yeah, Puerto Rican Italian, Lex Luthor. <laughs> um, all right, so Facebook, cool. Uh, other than that, uh, what 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 frothy NFT information do we have? I mean, you 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 met, Walsh, you mentioned Alluvium. Thanks for letting me uh, know about that play at like four hundred. Um, you know, you have this, you have the Watcher releasing his visual, his board, his actual game look, uh, which has that League of Legends look that we've always talked about. Uh, airdrops coming like crazy. Like. Do we know like anything beyond the image that he shared? Like as far as the gameplay, like are we looking at like? I remember back when I used to play World of not World of Warcraft, but like Warcraft Three. There was those custom games where like um, basically troops would come down these alleyways, and you'd have to construct like towers to defend against your home. Imagine base. if it's that. Well, it, it kind of gave me that feel of like the little alleyways and like the troops running down the alleyway and you kind of had like one. It could be like a League of Legends vibe too, though. It kind of gave me some League of Legend, Legends vibes, hey. but not, yeah. more so like the whichever one, the single lane one. There is uh, there's some versions similar like what you're talking about Walshie, where, where uh, there's towers and stuff and you can build as well. Yeah. So there's some games where you can build and call in troops. And, Do you think so, he's... I mean, his, yeah, his, all, his, his just, NFT yeah, assets guessing, are right. going to be a big play, Maury, because you saw the hand reaching out. Um, mm. I'm pretty sure they're all they're they all have a function, right? They're all going to be like an algorithm in there. You feel that way, or I, is it going to be easy? I think that they'll they'll be uh, worked into the game. Like for for example, that hand looked familiar. It looks like uh, that was shown, I think, on the glitch page of the site one of the pages of the sites has a hand that looks very similar to that and so i think that hand is uh potentially a special ability that's being used in game that um when you like say the uh the, the issa 
being a special ability, I suspect that there are other NFTs that will be dropped or, or getting uh, through the boxes that will change our experience of that game world based upon what we get either through our lucky roll or, or secondary stuff we may pick up, things like that. But, Yo, but don't, I'm just don't in the building saying APO. You know, we, we in, in this channel, we called the watcher. I think Izzy picked up the watcher at 0.5, the, the lucky watcher. It's now 8 ETH. There is a lot of value that the watcher is making. He's really good at making a community. I believe that his gameplay trailer drops next Wednesday while we're in New York City. So mm-hmm. going to look forward to Wednesday uh, while I'm hanging out with Jeremy at the LAN party and uh, at Fort Parallel. There's so much news uh, that's happening. The Watcher's dominating. Anyone else have any uh, uh, thoughts on The Watcher? Because I know Snipers, too. They, they they love The Watcher in there, too. I'm just stoked on, like, play-to-earn in general because there's yeah. so few selections of, like, successful play-to-earn games that are at, like, you know, we got Axie. It's not really on the same network we normally we normally mess around on. But, I mean, as far as, like, active play-to-earns, there's not many. So, I don't know. I think it's just... Uh, it's a market that once it develops, there's going to be a lot of money flowing in and out. You think you think well, Meta uh, Facebook has a game already lined up? <laughs> I mean, sure partnerships. I mean, 100% they have. They do. That's how they, they would do, get you, dude. They're they going to try to gouge microtransactions, yeah. no doubt. Facebook mm-hmm. is going to try to fuck you for microtransactions as soon as they get that Meta platform running. <laughs> just- Next year is going to be big for play to earn. If we think about it, I mean, if this bull run goes the way we're assuming, it's going to have to end at some point next year, whether it's in the first quarter or the second quarter. When that stuff transitions and NFTs blow up, and that's like the final kind of thing as everything trickles down from you know the large cap to small cap alts to NFTs, and everybody's just making their final plays as everything settles. These games that are continually grinding right now they're going to be releasing all the stuff that we'll start to be able to play over the next year and the year after that in 2023 so i mean that stuff could definitely sustain a lot of um momentum that's been created from this almost two-year bull run that we're on at this point 100 percent, man next year is going to be a wild ride speaking of trailers dropping alluvium and speaking of alluvium alluvium drops their cinematic trailer finally in two days so keep an eye out for that ladies and gentlemen Ooh. uh they released a teaser for it and it looks sick the graphics look Ooh. awesome um they've been talking more about their uh okay, land management okay. resource game coming okay. out soon uh alluvium zero which i think comes out next early next year something like that i'm actually reading up on all the documents on that i was doing that actually right before the show uh but yeah no totally in a line with you there dead um play to earn i mean people kind of know it but i don't think people realize how much money and value is going to be in play to earn like we're talking billions and billions Billions, of dollars like like capital b billions in the next Mm -hmm. couple of years um and we're starting to see it with axie you know we have hexarchia going into their private alpha um i think next wednesday so if you're a premium holder you get to play hexarchia Next Wednesday, we have Influence coming out. Q1, 2022. Let's Hopefully go. Q3. Parallel pack dropping at the end of the month. Parallel, Parallel going on to be a billion-dollar evaluation company very soon. I mean, They're going to be a billion-dollar company. Last time I checked, uh, inflation didn't stop. Am I, am I right? Because uh, that's only good for crypto and all of these things that we're investing in at this point. Assets that are going to grow leaps and bounds over the next couple of years compared to what an inflation rate that's around four to five percent at this point people better speaking of jobs on the topic of alluvium i just wanted to mention like um the the options that you have for staking with the alluvium token specifically 
like providing liquidity to the ETH slash like alluvium pool. Um, I've, I've found that to be incredibly profitable if you're willing to lock your funds up for the time that you have to lock them up with, with that stake pool. Uh, it's like you have to, after you claim the rewards, they have to stay vested for another year. So like it's a long-term vision, but I mean, Alluvium has gone from like $80 to we're at $900 now. And I mean, I was generating such fast rewards in that liquidity pool that it was, it was blowing my mind. I had to pull the liquidity for, for another purchase, but something to look into if, uh, you know, if you're into that kind of thing. Are, are you, are you, um, were you kind of bummed when they had that delay of their game and they made that announcement? I mean, you can't really blame them, right? You, you know, you don't rush the process. I expected a delay, man. Right. Like Star Atlas, every other game, like. And, any, and anything in this whole entire space like it's not uncommon for delays to happen but especially in the gaming industry i remember waiting for grand theft auto and that was like a team of 500 people working for years and that thing was exactly. getting delayed by exactly. a year at a time and mm -hmm. waiting for red dead redemption like that fucking jank took forever but it was worth it you know what yeah. i mean so yeah. i don't know i just expected it what you say jeremy no i think <laughs> Thank you, sir. Uh, <laughs> I think that's why I, that's why I uh, appreciate Ember Sword because they've always been very, very upfront and very, very good at uh, managing expectations. They're like, yo, this game's going to take the next three to four years minimum to release. Star Atlas, same. Hey, we're not going to have a full game for five, six, possibly seven years. That's realistic. Like, manage the expectations of your community. The one thing that um, I think Alluvium fumbled the ball on a little bit was having such an ambitious release schedule. Like if we were on their roadmap, we would be in alpha, I think right now or something like mm. that. You know what I mean? Sheesh. But it's like, like uh, AAA games take literally billions of dollars to make. Well, maybe not billions, but can take up to a billion dollars to make. They take years to make with AAA teams and AAA talent. So don't, uh, yeah, don't be bamboozled if you see like this super promising game that comes out with this like super ambitious roadmap. Like, take it with a grain of salt, you know, because that's There's... probably like like just from being like in the VC world, like a lot of those things are super ambitious to like build hype, and then after the hype in the community is built, then that's when the delays start coming out. You know what I mean? So yeah. be a little bit aware of that as well to give you a it's a good it's a good point. Yeah, because uh, there's an old adage in it. I had a buddy that uh, that he still works in like video game industry, and, and they always used to say software takes time i mean you make a good point with what you just said washi especially talking about grand theft auto i mean a game that came out and was initially supposed to probably be out like five it's been out over a decade now like there's kids that were playing it when they're eight they're they're an adult now they can vote so it's one of those things where and and they're still adding stuff to it there's always going to be delays so it's just one of those things that uh you're right set the proper expectations and they're just gonna have to keep grinding because a lot of great stuff's going to come and it's also going to take a, a lot of time. Blanco Sucio mm -hmm. says, show Avogachi a little love. Dude, I think Avogachi is great. I think it's a little <laughs> more fun than action. Shout out to Avogachi, man. That was one of the first projects I was interested in when I uh, when I arrived because uh, I just thought that the whole concept of mixing NFTs with DeFi and like gamifying like the staking process, I thought that was all pretty well, Sometimes you forget to pet that damn thing though. That's, it, I mean, it's a pet simulator, you know, it's cool. It's well, generating you money. I mean, that's what it is. Locks tokens up in there and there's, there's bonuses that you can get on your, your staking as far as I understand based on like yeah. the different wearables and stuff. So I think that that's a super interesting concept and I hope that we see more of it. You know, Metamori. Uh, uh, Jeremy always says this word, but uh, do you do? You, well, are we still in the floppy disk stages of NFT uh, gaming? Um, 
Yeah, I, I definitely, I think we're at super early days and it does feel like that where they're, we're like searching, just like waiting for the first thing that's really fun. And we're kind of like having a bit of fun. We're just like looking for that first experience in terms of crypto gaming. That's going to be really awesome. I 100% agree with what you guys were saying about software taking time and we got to manage the expectations. I think Jeremy points that out and that's something really important in all aspects of, of NFTs and, and whatever you're uh, passionate about is to manage your expectations about what you can accomplish, what a team can accomplish in a set period of time. Um, and something to just a word of caution in general is uh, for gaming, whether it be crypto gaming or or Meta, the Facebook Meta, whatever that, whatever they develop, whatever we're excited about. The thing to keep in mind is yes, millions and millions of dollars get spent on building really good games, and sometimes millions and millions of dollars get spent on a game, and it turns out to be crap. So just like don't hang your whole life onto one of these projects, assuming that just because it seems cool and we're all excited about it, that it's going to end up being as awesome as we expect it to be, because there's some top tier gaming studios that have made flops and gaming is going to be the core of this. So just try and you know spread your love around a little bit if you're able to because it's very we, we don't know the real talent behind building the games and building a successful game is extremely difficult to do even when they have when uh, the people building it have a lot of money to do so and Maury, the vibe that I get is we're going to be probably seeing games that are akin to maybe like an older Final Fantasy turn-based like mm -hmm. battle kind of a, a situation that's what i envision i could be wrong like but but that's what i kind of see us going towards not some sort of a triple a ps5 game you know mm -hmm. what i mean it's going to be more akin to what i think would have been like a browser game that we might have played in uh you know for me like like 10 years ago when i was in when i was still yeah, in baby, school. baby steps well, in a, gonna... in a yeah exactly we're going to experience like the growth of of gaming that we've already been through Again. to it in a way yeah exactly because it'll make sense for them to start with the simpler game designs that they know were successful in the past when the technology uh minus crypto was at a particular stage and they'll build upon that like you guys said like we're not going to be in uh ready player one like two years three years like we're five ten years off from what people are imagining the metaverse's capabilities to be like at, at a minimum, you know, most people won't even have, have access to VR um, just, just purely because of the cost involved of having a good VR set of uh, computer, things like that. Shout um, out taking the test before, right? Always start, oh, go ahead. Go start ahead. low. For sure. Yo, shout out to Wolfie, big dub. I see you, my parallel brother. Cody Clearman said, Hey, I made it. Woo. Good to see the fam sharing hey. wisdom. Much love. Alex Urban said facts. Uh, Jeremy, I know you, there's something on the tip of your tongue, but before yeah. you say it, guys, go get my book, Crypto and Ganja. <laughs> it's out now yeah, on Amazon. Pulled you. <laughs> uh, Crypto and Ganja, you'll learn a lot. I, 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 I'm just joking. There's a lot of terms that we're using for the listener that you might not understand. Ember Swords, DeFi, what the fuck is it, Avagachi. Uh, all these stuff, I would say, just put into your Google feed, um, YouTube, some what are NFTs, 
Maybe follow, follow Jeremy Storm Scott because he'll drop some good wisdom for you to perspective. Mm-hmm. Maybe watch old episodes mm-hmm. of this. Maybe watch old episodes of other uh, episodes. You know, gurus but and but you're here because Trinity called you. Okay. White Rabbit. The White Rabbit has called you. So don't exactly. give up. Don't go down that same damn road. There's nothing there. Um, Jeremy, uh, being a, a councilman of the dojo, uh, Delphi Digital head, um, actually doing all right. Or, uh, and, uh, what's, what's your perspective on all that? Uh, actually, I'm not so sure about, and apologies, there's, uh, one of my friends just came home, and the dogs are going mental, if you hear that in the background. I can't hear anything. Uh, excellent. We, Great heads on, son. <laughs> um, actually, I, I won't speak upon too much, because they're doing pretty good. Um, nothing going, nothing wrong with Axie at the moment, as far as I'm concerned. Um, one thing I wanted to touch upon that Mori was kind of saying, though, as far as like, you know, don't hinge all of your hopes on any in particular game. Also, just want to highlight, like, even though we like inhabit this space day in and day out, like this is brand new technology. And like, we're not even sure how well it's going to work. Like some of these games could be built out and like some of the, like what it just takes one piece of this cutting edge technology. That's like being bootstrapped and written as we go, takes one piece of that to fail and a project to completely eat shit. Like, I mean, I know it's not an elegant way to put it, but like, you know, (laughs) even if these games are built out, well, like, you know, it's easy to like mess up like a microtransaction, a play to a, uh, a pay to play, pay to win like you can mess that up because like people's finances aren't like necessarily hanging in the balance but like if one of these games like imagine right now if the alluvium pool got rugged or imagine that somebody found out how to like rug the alluvium marketplace or like some game ecosystem gets rugged or there's a crash or like you can't scale it right all these different things could happen to where that could set back gaming so also keep in the back of your head that like you know this is still like incredibly early technology um Anyways, not to. I feel like I'm the the bear of this show. Super super no. bullish on the space in general. <laughs> Send it to me. No, it, it is one of those. No, you are the one. bear. This. I mean, this is for you. We got to be realistic about what's going on right here. I mean, on one side, on an extremely positive level, still early, extremely bullish. So many things are going to be happening and being built, and what we're going to be able be able to be a part of, whether it's music, you know, the NFTs, uh, the gamification of everything. On the flip side, and and one last positive is like. We've taken this test before, like we, the, the way we've grown up, we've played video games, we've crushed video games, we've done a lot of things, you know, with our friends in real life. And a lot of the stuff is just being mirrored now on the blockchain. So it's almost like, if you stick true to yourself, like in life, if you just stick true to yourself, you're going to make some good bets on what's happening and just stay with the conviction, you'll be fine. On the flip side, like Jeremy said, things are going to get bailed out, more people are going to get rugged more things are going to get hacked. There's going to be a ton of crap again, back to that. What is it? I think it's called like the PHO rule, the, the 80, 20 rule. Like it, it, there's going to be bullshit out there and you got to try to learn what you're getting into. That's why you do your own research. But um, that's the, uh, the double edged sword of this space. The more independence and sovereignty you have, just like in life, the more it's up to you to make sure that you are, uh, you have personal responsibility you have to conduct yourself with. So. All right, let's roll into the next topic. Uh, that was really good. Let me put the ooh sign. That was good. Um, I've been seeing a lot of, uh, celebrities getting into the blue chip space, you know, um, Ben Simmons buys a gutter dog. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't know why he passed up that that basket. He buys a gutter dog and little baby has a bored ape profile. One of probably the biggest top three rappers of all time, uh, right in this generation. It's got a very specific bored ape. What is that? Very very specific on that bored ape. 
his board ape wears the same hat that my board ape wears he's got the baby's bonnet so that was mm -hmm. kind of cool when i saw that today oh aka oh, little nice. baby so smart move you know while well, she saw this coming year uh, you know months ago yeah uh, i foresaw it he foresaw <laughs> it. that's why he got rid of the other one no i'm just kidding yeah that was episode, <laughs> this, this, episode this four right <laughs> sorry <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> not that we uh, need validation in this space but uh this gives uh, the blue chip holders like washi and dead Sog and he met us some some validation. How you are you validated by little baby? Uh, is, is is he just trying to get into the space now with his own little uh, NFT project? Uh, ben Simmons is in. He seems pretty calm. I like little baby. With all yeah. these big celebrities getting NFTs like as a profile pick, that's awesome. I'm down for it. But you know where I kind of do have a gripe is when you got these fuckers like uh, Mr. Belfort, the Wolf of Wall Street, popping in, buying a crypto punk just so that he can pretend to be interested in nfts long enough to to suck however many millions of dollars out of out of our pockets just like he did to you know as the the, the ongoing joke on twitter as he did to all of his investors yeah dude uh, your time does. is up dog i don't know why you're even relevant you don't, you don't even have a costume on today well, well let's let's be in the very forefront of how this man did it i think two weeks ago he literally tweeted hey guys and it was this was in the span of not even a minute. It was like 30 seconds. Hey, guys, uh, I see everybody getting into NFTs. What should I buy? And 30 seconds later, if I came out with an NFT, what would you guys like to see from me? What would you want it to do? Like, it didn't even wait. It just literally boom. It's the quickest I've ever seen. But then yeah. again, he's the Wolf of Wall Street. He closes so the sale. Yeah, I'm just so tired of this. Oh my God! He's probably ringing in the ears of all the money that he can make in this goddamn space. Honestly. Oh, dude. I mean, to be fair, Jordan Belfort's definitely a smart dude, and he knows oh, yeah. markets and he knows this space well. So I'm sure he's been like talking to a lot of other really smart people and a lot of really other smart financial people and been like, "Baby, let's do it again." Do you think he's outdated? <laughs> I mean, don't you think that in that time of whatever stocks, what he was in, penny stocks? um that you know the the the, the culture has shifted into this collector's Markets market you think emotion. he fits in the collector's i market? don't know man i think a dude with that kind of mind is just like always going to kill it like that dude's a yeah. grinder and a hustler and like the thing know, with sales opportunity i don't know though the thing know. with that type of a like a, a sales mentality and like being that type of a salesman you can transfer those those people skills into pretty much any industry and yeah. thrive exactly. especially yeah. when it comes to like getting money from another individual it's um you're selling yourself exactly. sales is selling yourself you're, and if you buying can sell the yourself in, you're buying yeah. the confidence that you want from the individual selling the item <laughs> yeah. so if you're if you're also buying lazy lines like you know your shit you know what i'm saying oh my god yeah. that cracked me up pow, so pow. much he took a that ain't a pew pew germ that's a blah blah i'm for it yes, what was that like his third or fourth <laughs> nft tweet i was like i'm buying some lions Okay, calm the fuck down about it. We don't give a shit. <laughs> you know, Jesus. I, it almost wouldn't surprise me if if he's like on one hand trolling people with that, like doing those tweets in such a close uh, amount of time. Because really, he would also know, like, with the skills he has, somebody like that would be able to come into this space. And whether they sell a collection or not, they'd be ca he'd be capable of. In my opinion, he'd be capable of still being able to make lots of money. He'd have lots of liquid capital he could put to work with the NFT market kind of slowing down compared to a month or, or two ago. It's It'd be a good opportunity for somebody in his position to move in. I really hope that all he's doing is trying to participate in the market and not do anything shady. But uh, He needs the mandatory yeah. Zen <laughs> It's hard to...
Oh man, I'd, um, I'd be happy. I'd be happy to teach him how to treat others with more respect and love. He, needs if he to wants do. to have a chat. Sometimes you're his, your best friend yeah. right now at this moment of time. Jordan, no, Stan Rapid said Jordan Belfort said Bitcoin is a scam two years ago. He's just moving with the wave now. Oh, <laughs> did, uh, did we? Not, did he? He just realized. You know, hello. Oh yeah. Can I? Can I get Money some of these Italian fingers up in the? You know, it's a pasta. It's a tasty meatball. You know. Yeah. There's oh. a. I'm um, looking forward to seeing uh, Metamori in Hollywood. I'm looking forward to seeing Wall Street, Jeremy, you. Take 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 these take these celebs. Uh, you know, you guys are the celebs in my life. Um, I'm we definitely grateful to to know great 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 power in all of you. Um, what I've noticed also in this space is uh, you know, last week we were kind of talking about these uh DAO tokens, these NFTs with DAOs. Yeah, I'm seeing a lot mm -hmm. of rug pulls. Mm -hmm. I think uh, I, I think I saw Bear Deluxe get hacked, something in that in that nature. Uh, they were giving out yield of their coin, got hacked. Um, there's a, a lot of hacking going on in these uh, these 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 projects. That's happening um, in, in Discord, I think mainly, and I'm not sure if it has any correlation to to like DAO projects. I think it's just like Discord accounts are getting hacked through like people that have access not using two-factor authentication and mm -hmm. different security measures that should be required. Um, Maybe they're getting hacked because they have a bunch of fucking tokens and people want those tokens of these NFT well, projects. It takes yeah. care to set up a, a proper Discord. You know what I mean? Like you. Contrary to what a lot of people think, like you can't just slap one together. You need to have any moderator should have two-factor authentication, like mandatory, yeah. not optional. Yeah, Anybody that has any kind of authorization over like the technical aspects of the Discord that can alter or, or DM everybody, they should also have to have two-factor authentication. Everybody should mm. be vetted. Like there's certain things that, that need to take place to keep everybody in that Discord safe. As we've seen, it can be pretty detrimental to people's wallets whenever command gets taken over a discord by somebody that has nefarious intentions no it's mm -hmm. horrible to see and 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 just like you made the point that it, it takes such uh like it takes time to put together a solid discord build that foundation and make sure that it's appropriate it's just like it takes time to put together a good DAO. a lot of times we're seeing these bunch of discords getting hacked some of these DAO tokens are starting like everybody's got a DAO token now just like everybody has a roadmap and so it's just even more prevalent now that we do our own research because uh i can guarantee you a lot of people that are running yeah, that contract discords, might not be audited well yeah a contract might not be audited or that coin ain't gonna last you and you're gonna get rugged it's just just like you might get rugged on that discord so young you look so ridiculous man i love it <laughs> i just like, like look at you and just keep love chuckling it. to myself yeah <laughs> i mean if you mean ridiculous as a fucking alpha <laughs> alpha. Is that what alpha looks like? I love it. I love it. I'm again. Sorry about the echo. I have to fucking put this up so they can it. hear it. Nah, don't be ashamed of the echo. It's what gives life. For sure. Well, I mean, <laughs> all right. <laughs> we were kind of talking I... last week about kaiju kings a little bit. Let's get into it, baby. Uh, kaiju. I don't, I don't have any kaiju, so I don't care. Same. Also got two. He got, he got the whole pass. No, so I don't. I don't know a whole lot about like what's happening. It was just kind of like a tease that they gave us today. Um, but apparently, there's going to be like genetics and stuff getting involved, but potentially, um, to where there's going to be future breeding, where like the traits are going to be taken into consideration, and there could be totally new traits generated with like a crazy intricate algorithm. Uh, probably something akin to like how Crypto Kitties had like the genetic code. 
and it would affect the the way that the kittens would turn out. That's kind of how like I'm picturing axie it. Like breeding so. or something, or what's that, buddy? Or like axie breeding? Yeah, like if axie has like genetic code for for each character, then it would be something along the lines of that. You know what I mean? Like just actually having like um, some sort of an underlying genetics to to actually go by to create these new NFTs from. Did they, is there any other breeding mechanics that they talked about as far as the kaiju goes? Like how often you could breed, how long something it has to like incubate, how many times? Yeah. Like Yeah, so, like that? so that stuff, the basics are already like in the works. You can already breed. The way it works is your kaijus generate five R-Waste tokens a day per kaiju. It takes 750 to breed a baby and you have to own two kaijus in that wallet to do the breeding. So it's like the the Kongs. It's a basically a carbon copy of the Kongs, but they're going to be doing little quirks and um, adding on to the Kongs concept to try to make their own um, their own version with a Godzilla spinoff to it. Since yeah. you know they do the the apes, and then Godzilla is like the nemesis to to um, to King I don't Kong. Know, dude, I like I, I don't know much about the kaiju, so I'm going to be totally talking shit here. So take it with a grain of salt. But that just isn't Talk that, that shit, interesting. Boy. I just oh. don't think it's interesting, dude. Like, there's way cooler things you can do. D- you know dive into mean? that and, like, though. Like, what, what do you not like about it? Like, yeah, no, I'm happy to highlight. But it's like, okay, first of all, it's a carbon copy, okay, which is good for the Kongs. It's great for the Kongs because it validates the Kongs. Like, they've been successful. So now, just like four days, we're probably going to see a bunch of projects having now. Their- it's bananas. only a carbon copy as far as the concept of like generating a token in the breeding mechanic. It's got its own like our, it's it's not a carbon copy as far as the imaging and whatnot goes. Oh, sure. Yeah. Like but, in the same yeah, sense the that everything, like the... everything after Bored Apes, in a sense, was a copy of it. You know what right. I mean? Yeah, no, which is super valuable because we're going to see a new piece of um, we're going to see a new tool developed here, which is valuable. I like that. But like whenever a new tool is de- like developed, you know, like like pick up that tool, look at it, be like, okay, like this looks a bit janky, this little like nut. So I'm gonna take that nut off and put a bolt there. You know what I mean? Awful example, <laughs> but um, like okay, first of all, you have two digital pets that you want to breed together. Now, what is the purpose of that? Let's say you had a 10,000 generative project that first generated these um, kaiju and you want to bootstrap your community, you want to onboard people into that community. For somebody to generate 700 bananas or kaiju juice or whatever it is, that's going to take like a long that. time. It's not going to allow you to... <laughs> KJJ, baby. <laughs> <Yo>. <laughs> like, it's, it's not going to allow you to, like, scale your community really quick. And, like, you're also just, like, fucking with, like, SEC territory and, like, uh, uh, security territory. <clears throat> you know, like, if, if anything, build more mechanisms into the breeding that, like, removes the bananas from it. You could have, like, the bananas that could be used to, like, maybe guarantee that certain rarities or certain traits have a greater percent to be passed on to the children because if you have two rare kaiju maybe you want to play with like your chances of replicating certain things more so use lesser bananas there which still incorporate burn mechanisms into the banana system which would give them value but like do something different and interesting you know what exactly. i mean and that way that way you're like able to breed kaiju faster which will allow you to onboard people into your community faster which is what you should want it's building more utility into the breeding mechanics and also building more utility into the bananas like that's more interesting and i was just off the top my head but that's why trophy also pays and I, I totally get what you're saying there. i see what's going with kaiju kings as as incredibly interesting because myself i wanted to get into an nft project similar to to cyber kongs i mm-hmm. couldn't afford to go anywhere near cyber kongs and neither could anybody that i know for the most part yeah so kaiju kings offers 
um, you know, a, a second option for people that don't have 100 ETH to spare. And it offers them the ability to generate a token passively. And like, personally, I haven't made less than like, if I wanted to get into the dollars and cents of it, it's been over $100 US per day for the pair of Kaijus that I'm holding. It hasn't been less yet. And I know that's getting into SEC territory, like you said, but utilizing the same precautions as CyberKongs did, I, I guess they're avoiding it for the time being. Now, they started with the exact same like base layer of, uh, of mechanics, but this most recent announcement has kind of showed that there is going to be innovation in this project. It's not going to remain a carbon copy. They started with the same foundation and now we're going to build out from there and see what happens. Now, yeah. this is where it's going to get very volatile, where they build out from the idea that's already been known to be successful. So I think here we're going to see, like, is this project going to go up from here? Is it going to stay the same or is it going to crash? It's going to be interesting to see. But I mean, you know, personally, I'm very confident with um, with the investment I've made into it so far. And uh, yeah, we're, st we're still in the floppy dicks era, dude. This is so Floppy did you, disc what you just talk. Say? This is floppy mm -hmm. disk talk for sure, dude. Okay, because like, uh, Jeremy, Jeremy heard, heard it. That's yeah, what I Jeremy, heard. Yeah, we're, we're trying to, you know. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> yeah, ben, uh, I want to say to Ben, uh, fuck you, <laughs> Jeremy. <laughs> I got you, bro. Yeah. Ben said uh, I look constipated. Fuck you, Ben. Hell, it's a helicopter error, is what he's trying to say. Yeah. Anyway, anyway. Woo! Uh, what? <laughs> Watch out, uh, but now. no, Walsh, Walsh, totally agree, man. And not talking shit on kaiju juice or anything like that. Uh, like, because I mean, dude, like you want people, like it's bringing more people into the uh, ecosystem. It's educating people on different dynamics. And I was actually just saying this to somebody the other day. I was like, um, one thing that I love about PFPs and about NFTs is everybody that came in during the Top Shop shot era are way more educated investors are way more educated about NFTs. They're like way smarter about like vetting projects, vetting teams sensing and smelling rugs and it's because everybody participated and grew in the ecosystem and same thing is going to happen with the kaiju you know and if you can make some money along the way before regulation comes in better to you you know what i you mean you make a great point though um about the top shot they they did the study that if they could get packs uh, of cards into people's hand not just the marketplace is always there anybody can buy a card or moment and whatever they're called at any time but if they get a pack in their hand they're more uh, like 98 percent that they're going to participate in the ecosystem and so with these mm -hmm. other projects exactly. while you can't get into punks if you're able to get into apes or if you're able to get into cool cats gutter cats or whatever you're getting into now um you know you're more likely to participate so like like walsh said maybe we can't get into uh cyber kongs but you're able to get into something like like these like the kaijus and um it integrates you it gets you learning about DeFi. just like you know shout out to our sewer rat uh, social club fam uh, with the chiz you know we got danny um and a few of us are you know basically earning that um i do it passively danny does it more actively with making the pools i just let my stuff collect from the store and um but the more you learn about this stuff the more integrated you get in and hopefully the more educated you become you can make good decisions and become a part of this uh you know metaverse whatever we want to call it nft is making passive income is just a concept that boggles my mind i love it yeah, it's the end Absolutely. goal, though, right? For all of us. Yeah, because then I can afford more martinis for me and Jeremy when we see each other, you know. And I think I'm James Bond or something. Martinis. Yeah, dude, don't you like martinis? Uh, I don't know if I've ever, ever actually had a martini, to be totally honest. So, what's your first drink besides beer? What are you drinking, bro? Yeah, dude. Oh, um, you don't drink anymore, dude. What the fuck? You never drink on the channel. I know it's weird. I mean, man. I almost went and bought some beer tonight, but he joined weird. Walshy and I. You know, we're just. Uh, <laughs> oh no, I don't. I don't. I actually, I, I don't think I've smoked weed in like almost all year. Um, 
I'm still drinking, just not on the show. I save it for after work. <laughs> and you roll cigarettes sometimes, right? Afterwards. Yeah, yeah, I got one ready to go. Yeah. I wanted to ask you uh, just to our t- debauchery. Stay on top yeah, of this uh, on topic of this conversation that uh, Walsh you brought up. Um, mm-hmm. Do you think Galactic Apes has that potential that Kaiju Kings has? Um, do you think it has that uh, you know base layer NFT play to earn? style i mean you're the galactic apes legend here kind of put me on i'm excited for that one um i there haven't been very many specifics uh mentioned about how that the ecosystem will work um they have spoken about the game having nfts as rewards and that if there is ever a token it'll be purely utility focused things like that so um wes and the and the development team, Michael and, and the dev team, they've kept a lot of the cards close to their chest and they're just kind of letting out information as they go. But I do know that they've been working on it uh, for quite a while, like quite a few months since um, I got my OG Space Ape six months ago. So I got that even before I had, uh, that was one of my very first NFTs. And obviously they have, he and Michael probably haven't been working on everything since then. Um, but they went quiet for a while after that collection completed and then dropped the Galactic Apes. I'm really excited about it because I love the art. I have two of the OGs and the Genesis ones. So I'm just really excited to see how the game mechanics are. I think that it's speculated that the next step will be we, um, get the monkeys so there's going to be a little different monkey species and then potentially uh the next thing would be the shipyard is going to open and we get what's been referred to as redacted so no one's really been told what the next thing will be um but we all a lot of people think that we'll be getting ships uh, for the apes to explore the galaxy because there's some uh part of the narrative that's been uh, kind of dripped by the team on um, on Twitter is that the apes, so the gorillas, the orangutans, the um, chimpanzees, that they can uh, navigate in space better, that they're more suited to space travel, and that the uh, monkeys are more suited for some ground missions, so to speak. So I suspect that the the monkey, the the apes, maybe the navigators, the pilots flying the ships, and then we would have some type of maybe resource gathering or something along that lines that the monkeys do on planets and stuff like that. Sweet. But they they haven't told us too many specifics. For sure. There's a lot of stuff happening for the listener, for the people alive. You can make money. I mean, you can make tokens. You can earn more tokens more nfts uh i had a buddy call me on monday uh uh, in the city i live and i want you guys opinion uh there's not enough charity that you actually see in nfts i don't see documentaries popping off of people selling a collection and um, changing homelessness from the inside out i mean with these projects that make millions of dollars selling getting 800 ETH. Uh, are you going to see, or are we going to start seeing more charity rising in this space? Like real, you know, decentralized charity where you can track it. Uh, I know there's a young man in my city trying to do that right now. 
uh, could use some there's help. Already, there's already a few options, I think, for you, Young. Like there's, uh, there's different charities that have cryptocurrency wallets set up. And there's even um, a website. I don't know it off the top of my head, but I have seen it where it's a website that all of the wallets you donate to, they'll provide you with like a tax like tax information so that you can use that on your your income tax um hmm. as a whatever deduction whatever it is in your country I, I'll, I can probably find it and source it for you but uh yeah i know that that exists a lot of projects in the roadmap now you'll see that they donate a small percentage to a charity and uh, i know i'm just going to name drop one dude here anonymous nobody I know that he does his own little um, like low key donations to teachers and to different organizations just on his own. And uh, like, he'll throw out a thousand dollars to a teacher and just like spin a wheel and, and donate it over Twitter. So there's mm. people doing cool stuff, but like you say, it is nice not to that see project that. that is like the full narrative is charity. Well, the, and the it'd be nice to see yeah. It'd well, be the nice board to apes, see they've given, they've given hundreds of ETH uh, to charity. So, um, yeah to orangutan charities and then a, a, a massive a massive amount from for the dogs the dogs have been so much of that money has gone towards um fun helping fund no kill shelters and that's making a real world very positive impact on you know not just humans but other creatures and it's good to good to see that there are projects that are giving back and wanting to make a change jamie you say something yeah go ahead Jim. Uh, yeah, no, I think there's like definitely charity components to a lot of maybe not so much projects, but I know a lot of DAOs are beginning to do it as well. Um, mm -hmm. Also, I don't know if you guys remember, but when the Lobby Lobsters came out, 100% of that went to um, lobbying for positive crypto legislation. So not charity, but nice. that was like 100% of funds going straight into lobbying. So yeah, and that was XYZ. Shout out to Tyler Ward, my boy. Shout out, Tyler. And isn't this what we're like, this is like a full circle type thing. Like we're talking about passive income. We talk about the community a lot and what we can accomplish, but isn't this kind of like what we want to see anyway? We're talking about the bad things that can happen, but the great impact that we can make, like we all know where we're all going. The space is going in a few years where we all hope to be in a few years, if not sooner. But um, I know personally for me, like it's one of those things where once we accumulate um, that kind of wealth, whether generational or not at this point, like we are able to give it back to places where our heart is and be able to participate in these things that are really like making a difference in the real world outside of the metaverse. So that's one of the things I'm excited about. Yo, I've got a question for the boys with the apes. Yeah. yeah last, ahead, uh, did anybody get anything cool in the last merch drop? I'm a uh, well, you did. You did. You got the, uh, the yeah, the I got board. the deck. I got the deck. I was just kind of hoping one of you boys got something cool that you had your eyes on too. Uh, not gonna lie. Um, you know, I stay up late, slept up, slept late. So like I, I got, I got there five minutes late and it was already sold out, but I did grab everything else. I grabbed the, uh, the hoodies and the shirt and the, and the hat and the beanie. I, I think I'll wear the, I rock the, the beanie. beanie too. I figure yeah, I'll if use you, that the most. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's pink? what I said. I said, no, it's black. I got, well, yeah, it's black. I got I two beanies. You got, you got two, two beanies. Yeah, I got two beanies. Two, two, two of the jumpers. Uh, both of the beanie. Well, she can have one if she wants, I guess. Yeah. But they, were, they were both for me. I was like, I'm gonna need need two of these. <laughs> but I did get her. I got her a, a hoodie. So she's got. We've both got uh, the BAYC and M uh, and mutant merch. One of the hoodies each and a shirt each and stuff, so we can rip when we're nice. rocking out in the Speaking about meat, clothing, meat though, verse 
we uh we got gutter cats coming out with uh, another merch shop finally and i do like how oh, they do it yes. they do it through the um development you mint you choose your sizes or whatever you're going to get you mint the nft you can either resell that nft or you can burn it and they'll go ahead and they'll ship out your order nice. and um i really like how they're doing mm. it and also they're finally since they have a full um ecosystem now with not just the cats but they have the dogs and the pigeons and of course the rats you know shout out uh, gang gang um they're doing certain levels now where if you have um like if you have the cat you're going to get this merch drop or you're entitled to it and if you have a full set you're entitled to this other merch drop so they're starting to show that there's going to be different levels to this and i really like the ideas that they're coming out with on how they execute i know that when they go to nft nyc they're going to be doing a kingpin dinner uh kingpin for anybody who doesn't know is if you own five cats or more your boy right here i won't be going to nft nyc of course but i was in the call last week and they just got a bunch of good things going down um so shout out to them and I know Maury, shout out to, to Disto Punks. We haven't talked about that in a while, too. Yo, shout out to all the shit. Um, shout out to all yo, of it. Yo, uh, yo all NFT the NYC shit. is coming. Um, I got a bunch of uh, actual clothes right here that I have to put in the laundry bag. I mean, uh, fucking luggage. Uh, Jeremy, what are you looking forward to, man? We, me, me and you are prime key holders. So we're going to be treated like fucking royalty in parallel. So are you looking forward to getting shit-faced? <laughs> layup well this, this i guess we'll go right there yeah no for sure dude uh, i'm looking forward to yeah uh hugging as my sister used to say yeah yeah hugging kalos <laughs> uh hugging a bunch of the other uh lords and you know uh, mr gone and all those guys um but also just excited to meet a ton of people from play to earn and you know the metaverse and web3 that i've been talking to and working with for uh, you know months and months now so it's going to be such a cool networking anybody event. in particular oh dude i wouldn't even know where to begin uh some people from ygg some people from hume some people from i mean like all the different play to earn game i mean there, there's just so many man um so super super pumped for that super pumped to hang out with you man um and yeah, see the city again. I haven't been to New York for like six, seven years now. So excited yeah. to get back and see what it's like, uh, see how it's changed, see how it's different. Um, and also, yeah, and hang out some of my Delphi crew as well. Like there's three of us staying in the same hotel and a bunch. I think there's, hey. you know, we're having some Delphi. We need to be and... there for a month, dude. Honestly, a week is not enough. I know. Because you can change the world with fast. this type of community going full circle. Just yeah. being mm -hmm. around them and, and, and absorbing. Yeah, we will. Yeah. It's happening right now every day. We're doing it right now as we do this. You know, Walsh, step you know who I'm step. looking forward to seeing? Oh. Thanks to you. Who? Seed phrase. I, I bought two party DJs. Did you? And I'm uh I talk about some creativity there. Them uh having Joy World. I looked at the uh Hackatow uh, using that for a PFP. It's mm -hmm. serious shit right there with the traits they're using from these high end artists. Look, thanks for thanks list? for the call. Absolutely. Awkward silence. Is <laughs> there a question? Did I no, miss no, no. a question? I mean, yeah, I was, uh, yeah, we were just waiting. I mean, I, I think uh, I think Seed Phrase is going to be there. I think I have a party to go to with him. And uh, you want me to s send out a, a shout out to you or something? What? Why is Seed Phrase so important in this space? Seed Phrase, dude, like, I don't know a whole lot about him, like, his personal life. I know he's a young guy, like, not much, like, around our age, as a matter of fact. Um he's worth just an astonishing amount of money. I think he's an Australian guy and uh, he's just, he's living the life, man. Like he's living the NFT DeFi dream. And uh, he's, uh, 
he actually gifted me one of my first NFTs in a Twitter competition. Mm. I did one of those like, like retweet things and he DM'd me and he was like, well, she sent me her wallet address. And this is back when I had like four crypto kitties that were gifted to me by kitty pad. I had an Avastar maybe yeah, at the pad. time that was gifted to me by Rizzle. And uh, shout out yeah, kitty pad. Yeah. Then seed phrase. Uh, He's a boomer. Me, um, actually it's a ticket to an NFT event in France, which whether or not I'll be able to attend is yet to be seen, but yeah, he's just one of those guys, man, that he's been around forever. And uh, there's there's nobody else that would probably be better suited to be on like a team for a project that you're looking to invest in than, than somebody like Seed Phrase. Or Danny, <laughs> whatever, whatever you'd like to call him. I love that. Yeah. Homies, yeah. Um, ew, we covered the gamut. Did I miss anything? Did we uh... miss anything? Not really. I mean, we missed a couple, a couple of small little NFT things, but we could always touch upon those next week. Um, yeah, so, yeah. you know, I don't want to open up any other barrel of frogs. Don't think I've ever said that in my life. I will say, um, I, I will <laughs> say that about the candy, sad frogs, that frog, pepes, no. man. Oh, candy, no. the candy drop was this week. Um, I know a few people from the Jojo got in. I had mentioned it, I think a few weeks ago, a lot of people were able to get whitelisted. That is the, um, baseball equivalent of NBA top shot. Um, candy. Candy, candy. I got a pack yeah. today, bro. I got an epic. Hey, there you go. So oh, you, today, nice. so they've had two nice. pack drops now officially. They had the um the official first one, which was like baseball cards of all the guys in the major leagues. Now they got the the up and coming um young guys that are in the major leagues now that came up from the minors, but they're officially in and and so it's a really good uh I think it's gonna be great. It's uh backed by Gary V, Mike Novogratz, um, a bunch of DC capitalists and good companies. They're, they they want to do it the right way. And um, and so they're going to be going through the same growing pains that probably Top Shot is going through. Obviously, Top Shot everybody, is here. Everybody in New York is going to be on Gary's nuts when he goes to NFT NYC. Watch, he's probably I mean, going to have candy with... tokens throwing them out and shit. Well, Watch. we'll see, we'll see, we'll see yeah. what happens. But so, I think it's a good thing for the space, and I like baseball. So someone said, "Peace upon everybody." That's peace upon everybody. I never heard that before. Have y'all talked about ASM Alpha? I don't know what ASM Alpha is. I've seen I it on the charts. I got four brains myself. Um, yeah, I could quickly run through that because it's actually that's one big of brain. the coolest. Yeah, that's one of the coolest drops I've seen in probably since Parallel, to be honest. Um, so ASM AFAs, for those of you who don't know, ASM stands for Altered State Machine, which mm -hmm. is an AI learning um, mm -hmm. protocol program, which looks super, super cool. And their first game they're releasing is called AFA, which is this little soccer simulator where you take these brains that are your AI brains, you put them inside of your AFAs, and then you train those brains to play soccer, and it's going to be a play-to-earn game. They drop their boxes, which were the brains, and... They have so there's one brain and I think like four AFAs in there, which are the actual characters themselves. The brains are super valuable. There's four different tiers and rarities. Obviously, who's on this team? AGI. Uh, I don't know if I could say. Um, Seems very smart uh, of a team to build something like that. Yeah, I'll tell you the people who are behind it are super giga brains. I just don't know how much is public, so I don't want to say anything that I I shouldn't. But um. Yeah, it's going to be freaking awesome. I'm super, super pumped about it. Um, I think the floor is, I haven't checked it in a couple days, but it was reasonable last time I checked. And you need, well, once again, I'm not sure what I could say, but They're definitely check it out. They're compatible with Fluff World as well. What? Yeah, it's ASM is also Fluffs. It's oh, Fluff World. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I like yeah. Fluffs. Yeah, that's all Aaron McDonald. Well, I, guess, yeah. I could say that. Yeah, Aaron McDonald, David McDonald. That's they're huge. Brothers. Hold on, yeah, they play yeah, Alpha Plays only. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah, for sure. Shout out, shout out to Ben uh, and shout oh. out to Stan Rabbit too. I knew he's watching. Stan Twitter. Rabbit, D damn. Uh, I probably need to pick one of those up, Hunter. Huh, uh, I mean, I don't give financial advice, but I hold four. So NFA D Y O R. You know how rarely I buy shit, so you know. It's interesting. One of my buddies was uh, sent me the link for him the other day. I was looking into him. My buddy Jed. Um, shout out Jed. That's our boy. Shout out Jed. Jed, I know wow. Jed. Jed's oh, actually, they're, the they're going to be going to New York. You guys should go to Jed's uh, restaurant. Go get that steak. Eat, eat some good food. Oh yeah, definitely. If you go, if you're going to be in uh, in anywhere near Brooklyn, anytime, Brooklyn. go to go to D's Steakhouse. That's, that's Jed's. Um, that's Jed's yeah, seriously. restaurant. Seriously, yeah, D's, we're going. D, uh, Jeremy, yeah. we're going. Check out his Busy. restaurant. Everybody watching, in perpetuity, if you want the best steak in Brooklyn. Go see Jed. Is, is he man. involved D's in NFTs? Steakhouse. Yeah. Yes, oh, yeah. he's he's, he's such a good dude. Yeah. He's in he's in the Discord. He's in the dojo. Is he? Um, Shit. Really good guy. What? Okay, cool. Shit. Yeah, I'll go. I'll go eat a steak. And yes, sir. He's basically family. Like dojo. it's he's a legit good dude. Great he really is. And um, yeah, he's yeah. he's about that life. So guys, uh, this these goggles are literally sucking the pupils out of my fucking head. <laughs> I feel like. Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger in Terminator uh, Total Recall. I need to take these goddamn things off. Um, before I die. Looking like a Make a Man villain. villain. For What's sure. I love meat. What the fuck? Uh, comment section is going crazy. <laughs> yeah. Dude, oh, that's what um, she said. Um, you know the drill. This is the part of the show because I have to go and roll up some hay uh, with old man Jimmy. Um, I got this fucking, this is actually a all dark hay suit. We do it in the full moon. So we, uh, you know, I just can't be seen. So I got to go do that. Roll up some hay for the cows or, and, the, and the chickens and shit. Um, this is the part of the show where uh, we give each person uh, the, the, let them channel their inner sensei. Uh, we'll probably have Jeremy uh, say the last word because he's so intellectually awesome. I'm just joking. Everyone here is awesome. Thank you for listening to this uh, show. Um, wherever you listen to podcasts, make sure you follow at Metamori, M-E-T-A-M-O-R-I, at Jeremy Storm Sky, at Wall Street underscore ETH, and at Deadstock OG, the Deadstock OG. Um, yeah, Deadstock, Wall Street, Meta, and then Jeremy. Uh, let me play the gong for you. Deadstock. You got it. You got it, man. Hey, it's uh, it's been another great show. Um, back at that point, we're all giving our wisdom. I want to say thank you to everybody that's been watching, supporting. Um, I want to say, Young, uh, congratulations on selling out of all the toys. I saw that out of the 250, about a distribution, 150 owners, great distribution. You got Thanks, the buddy. Halloween-themed set that's out. Everybody take a that's look at that. That's just going to get burned if you don't buy it. So someone, one it. person buy it because then you'll just have the only one and the most valuable one. It will be. It'll be rare. And um, for the wisdom, uh, I got I got you know what? I'm going to keep it very even kill this time. I think what I'm going to talk about is just the fact that uh, in this space, besides doing your own research, trust your gut. You know, intuition is key. Um, make sure that you are enjoying yourself. Obviously, a lot of the stuff is it's mental. So just learn what you got to learn, figure it out, have fun, enjoy it. Um, and, you know, value is key. So be careful with those decisions. And um, and also, you know, if you got a partner out there, make sure you're looking out for them. Make sure you're looking out for your partner. Teach them what's going on if they want to. If not, you know, you take care of business. And that way, uh, when this stuff blows up, you guys are rocking out. And then um, go from there. You know, eat. Get your plate full and eat up. And that goes for whether uh, I'm being inappropriate or 
or not. So uh, for sure, <laughs> we all I, eat. I mean. Everyone eats. <laughs> Everyone eats. Uh, Walshy, here's your gong. Fuck. Wait. Ooh, good timing. Right on, guys. It's been another great night with the boys. Thanks everybody for showing up. Maury, great to have you with us again, pal. Jeremy, Deadstock, always pleasure. And Young, you looked fabulous tonight, my brother. Thank you, so, son. As far as my inner sensei, I, I just think the most important thing that you can really do is to, to get out there and actually participate in the communities <clears throat> that you're a part of. Try to provide a value to that community and that's always been the way that I've found to be the best litmus test to see what communities were going to become a success and what communities were going to fall by the wayside and lack. So just get out there, meet people and network and don't be a dick, like be a nice person. Always be humble and kind. True. Thanks guys. Especially, but you, you don't want to be humble when people say what NFT should I buy on Twitter? I mean, I think that being humble is always the best bet. I don't think that there's any room for, for arrogance in, in this scene. It's always nice to flex once in a while. You know what I mean? But we mm. can, uh, we can do it in a respectful and a humble, humble way. That's why you, uh, that's why you're a legend. Uh, Metamori, there you go, bud. Thank you, Sensei. And Jeremy Walshy, Deadstock, boys, it's always good to spend time with y'all and just get to talk about these nfts the communities the gaming and stuff that we're all so passionate about i love that we each have interests in different areas as well as interests that that collide in really fun ways i like that um i really enjoyed jeremy often bringing up that we need to temper our expectations and not get too attached to the fantasy of what we expect things to turn out to be because we don't know for sure the path ahead so um just always be as knowledgeable as you can and as prepared as you can be for the path ahead plan for the best prepare for the worst and when you're in brooklyn go to De Stefano's Steakhouse and get some of Jed's delicious steak. I'm, oh man, that sounds like <laughs> the ribeye is delicious. The fuck up. I think Robert I, I couldn't help I think it. The I couldn't help it. Oh yeah. I mean, you guys got to got to visit Jed. He's such an awesome dude. Very passionate about NFTs. He even got a, a mural of his favorite gutter cat that's mm -hmm. um been like uh graffitied on a brooklyn street corner by uh, yeah. uh nft yeah. artist so um Sick. the dude he he loves it just like we we do he'd love to see anybody see your collection and just talk about how much we love this shit yeah tell him maury and deadstock sent you bro he'll hook you up hell yeah watch that eth chart boys because she's looking pretty fucking tasty she's looking a little frothy <laughs> frothy frothy <laughs> Wow. Uh, I'm gonna give uh I'm gonna give Jeremy this is uh this is for me and you because we you know we're probably we're probably the same person in the same metaverse. You're a part of the house of Atreides, my son. Paul. Yes. Okay. Channel your inner Paul, Atreides. The sound is yours. <laughs> my inner Benny Jesuit. Um that movie was freaking sick, by the way. Just saw that a couple days ago, and it was a masterpiece. But Master. 
so good. So guys, uh, first of all, if you haven't seen Dune, go see it, preferably in IMAX. <laughs> the beginning is slow, but the soundtrack it, is playing it, for you while you're talking right now. Oh, it's yeah. so it's a beautiful good, time right now. What do you got to so say? So guys, um, you know, just kind of bringing it back to the top of the show when we were talking about the meta that's coming. And, and when I say the meta, I'm talking about Facebook. I would challenge each and every one of you to think about the future metaverse you would want to live in and inhabit. You know, we're all working toward a version of that individually and collectively. And what does that look like to you? You know, and, and like, seriously, what does that look like to you? To me, it looks decentralized. It looks like everybody has partial ownership, like Metamori was saying. It looks like we um, we have this, this beautiful, thriving ecosystem. We've bootstrapped the creator economy. Play to earn is enriching, you know, certain parts of the world and bringing people up. Um, and, and the version of that metaverse doesn't look like to me... Um, an ad-controlled economy where large centralized corporations store and silo your data and that sort of thing, you know. Not throwing too much shade at Facebook. I'm not saying that they might not do it right. I recognize that's going to onboard a lot of people, but my challenge to you is what metaverse do you want to live in? Once you figure that out, start working toward that metaverse because it's going to be one of the most important developments potentially of our lives um, and for the future. You know, when, when our children look back and we zoom out, we've talked about it before, you know, the, the internet, the metaverse, crypto, it's all going to be part of the same first chapter of the internet. You know, we only uh, left the ground, uh, you know, hardly 100 years ago, hardly 50 years after that, we were flying and rocketing into space. You know what I mean? The difference between... Um, Zelda and Master Chief are very, very uh, small. But anyways, guys, just do your research and, um, yeah, live in the metaverse and build the metaverse you want to live in. That's all I got. Build it. the metaverse you want to live in. Dude, I had Need a great time on this show with all of you guys. This is a, you know, scary content week. We got the gurus very uh, dropping scary alpha. I need to take this head off. Um, oh man, getting hot for sure. Getting hot. Yeah, how many fingers am I holding up? God damn it! <laughs> That's a look right there with them glasses, for though. Sure, <laughs> bro. Fucking Duncan, uh, Idaho. Uh, homies, happy Halloween. Okay. Um, stay, stay scary. Um, you know, lose your mind looking at a whole bunch of discords if you have to. Uh, for all the new people, you just just stay in touch with the good voices. The voices that are going to lead you down great paths of lush, hay, yellow brick road style. Um, I, I love you all. And I'm going to uh, not take these goggle, goggles off here because I want to stay in character. Um, know thyself, like we always say here. And to thyself, be true. Um, Zuckerberg is probably an alien. Uh, so you might as well At least just, a clone. Uh, you might as well tap into your own Minimum. inner alien to them. All right. Um, have fun. Don't drink and drive this on the 31st. And hopefully, are you guys partying? Are you guys doing anything? I don't really party, but I, I don't know. We'll see. Detroit's just going to buy a bunch of NFTs while she like you always Yeah, do. Yeah, we're, we're no, super, it... super low key. I mean, I, there might be one party I'll be hitting up, so we'll see. You could always party with me. You know what I'm talking about. Jed's. He already, he already got it. He Jed's. said, Is this a Dune review channel? Dude, one day, maybe. <laughs> Dune reviews? Riding worms. Yeah. Yeah, to be clear, we are not sponsored by any of the 
the steakhouse no. or by Dune. <laughs> we just we just like the spice. It is none of We that. just love good quality. All right, homies, live the dream. Eat the, actually live the nightmare. Eat the worms, and above Ooh. all, <laughs> stay content. Above all, stay content. Stay content, stay content. Stay content homie. Love you guys. Stay Stay on. Another day. Watch those charts, friends. Eat all time high. Coming oh, up. Oh shit. Later, homies. We love you. APO. Alpha plays only. We out of here. Peace, guys. Sheesh. Love you. Peace.